What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 18 of Spiritual Fitness Podcast. My name is Rashid Terry, and I want to thank you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast because I believe it's going to bless you in a way that has never blessed you before. I believe that the hearer, the listener of this podcast potentially has the um, ability to be transformed by the word of God. And I just I'm so thankful today. And you know what? If you if you are a supporter of this podcast and if you want to partner with me in sharing the gospel of Christ with others, especially if you have a if you have a hard time sharing your faith with other people, I encourage you to share this podcast across your social media or, you know, personally to a person that you feel needs to hear from God. And um, I just I want to thank you all a day for tuning in. Now, spiritual fitness focuses on training our mind, body and souls to submit to the spirit of the living God. It encompasses spiritual methods given from given from biblical texts, as well as devotionals to encourage, motivate and challenge believers of Jesus Christ to walk in the in agreement with the word of God. Now, I want to tell you that the Bible says, turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. God is seeking to have a relationship with you. God loves you perfectly. And the devil hates you perfectly. And he wants to steal the word of God from you. He doesn't want you to believe. He doesn't want you to read his word. He doesn't want you to pray. He doesn't want you to live. If the devil had it his way, everyone would be destroyed and sent to hell. But by the grace of God, by the tender mercies of God and because of his loving kindness toward us, he has given us the gospel, the death, the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. For us to take hold of, for us to believe in, for a future and a hope. Glory to God. Now, the only authenticators in knowing God besides God, the father, God, the son and God, the Holy Ghost is the word of God. It was left behind for us so we can know God. But somewhere along the centuries, people began seeking God from other sources other than what he left for us. Case in point, when someone searches online to find out who you are, they may find a, a LinkedIn, a Facebook, an Instagram, or some Google information, some kind of dating website thing or Wikipedia, right? But let's be honest, none of those sites or information is completely accurate. It's not a complete accurate depiction of who you are. And I don't care how much information is on Wikipedia, even in colleges, they we must know that it's not an accurate source. Like colleges say, you can't use Wikipedia to cite your sources. You can't use Wikipedia as a reference of something that is factual. So I don't care how much information is on Wikipedia. We know most of it is not accurate as a verifiable as a verifiable source of information. And the same goes with trying to seek God or gain knowledge about his character. Look. This is what God says. He says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. 
But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Glory to God. That comes from Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Glory to God. I want to also share 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. The Bible says all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. May God add a blessing to the reading of that word. Look here, everybody, I, I got to share this with you. Today's podcast, I want to talk about faith versus worldly knowledge and how God <laughs> how he used the scam likely call to illuminate what we're about to talk about now I had two encounters yesterday one person was was fearful of death and and started operating in that fear questioning questioning his faith his wife's faith and questioning if God even existed now the other encounter was a person who was fearful of death, but was trying to intellectually and academically seek God through religion. Now, first, I want to say that your intellectual knowledge cannot save, nor can your book knowledge save you. In the book of Ephesians, chapter two, verse eight. It tells us we are saved by grace through faith. Glory to God. Conversely, our knowledge of the word of God brings us to the point of faith. Praise his name. It brings us to the point of faith where we can trust God and his word and be saved. God said in 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 the book of Hosea, chapter four, verse six. My people perish. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The Bible also says in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, faith cometh by hearing and by hearing the word of God. Glory to God. This doesn't necessarily mean your intellectual knowledge or your academic knowledge. It, it, God is speaking about knowledge of his word. I want to I want to read that that verse again. Hosea chapter four, verse six. My people perish. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And he continues to say in the same verse that they reject knowledge. So when you reject knowledge, you can't build your faith. You can't have faith. In what God desires and desires for you. Now, let me clean this up a bit for you. This is what the full verse of Hosea 4, 6 says. The Bible says my people perish due to lack of knowledge because they reject knowledge. Look, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. That's what his word says. As a matter of fact, the knowledge God speaks about doesn't necessarily mean book smarts. The book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 15 says an intelligent heart 
acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Glory to God. The knowledge God wants for us brings us to faith in him and what he desires. And he needs a heart and an ear willing to listen because the Bible also says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Praise his name. Praise his name. We have so much promise and hope in the word of God. And so situation number one, um, I was called by a scam likely number and I made a commitment that if I ever received another scam likely call, I wouldn't hang up or dismiss the call anymore. I said, I'm going I'm going to share the gospel with whoever's on the other line. And so this woman called and I proceeded to share the gospel. And as I spoke, she stopped me and said, hey, look, sir, I'm actually studying to be baptized. I had to take a double take at the phone. She said, I'm actually studying to be baptized. I'm a Jehovah's Witness. So I, I really wasn't prepared to hear that because I thought I knew enough about worldviews, enough about, you know, what Jehovah's Witnesses believe. But I just found out now that Jehovah's Witnesses have to study to be baptized into Jesus Christ, which is a lie. That's not what the word of God says. That's only according to the Jehovah's Witnesses handbooks. It's not the Bible. Now, a couple of weeks ago on episode 16, we talked about baptism and if you and if water can wash away your sins. And we discussed that water baptism doesn't save the soul. It's a symbol of what most people do to confirm their devotion to the Lord. We also discussed that the baptism that Jesus spoke about in the Bible for believers was the baptism into death. That's the baptism in Jesus Christ, where we die to our old selves and we put on our new self. That's called being born again. And you become born again when you believe the death, the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And you accept Jesus's invitation to receive God's grace and be saved from eternal hellfire. Look, just so you know, according to the book of Revelation 20, verse 15, all those who reject Jesus's invitation die without repentance and whose name is not found in the or found written in the book of life will be thrown into the lake of fire. That's 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 harsh. That's a harsh truth right there. And I, I don't pray for that for anyone. I pray that somebody gets this today. So I proceeded to give this woman the good news that Jesus suffered bled and died for us and on our behalf he made an acceptable sacrifice to God to make us right with him and of no effort of our own whether we dunk ourselves in water whether we do a good deed whether we confess to a man or a woman none of those things none of those works can bring us salvation however Jesus is the way the truth and the life and if we believe on him then we will be saved let us remember faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. I gave her the word of God and she rejected knowledge. 
to accept intellectual knowledge taught by the Jehovah's Witnesses and their handbooks. Now, I want to make sure that you understand the statement that I made or this situation that I shared. It doesn't mean that she doesn't have more time or another opportunity. I don't know. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all come to repentance. So there may be time. But then again, it might not. And that's why I'm sharing this message with you today, because we don't know the day nor the hour where we will leave this earth. Or when Jesus comes back to take his church. Now, I want to share, on the other hand, um, there was a young man who was married with uh, with three children who had a fear of death and honestly wanted to have faith in Christ. But because of a death of a loved one, his faith was shaken. He came in to hook up some some uh, Internet and phone lines in my business. And so I asked the man when he was done, we was just talking and he was telling me about his faith a little bit. And I said, if you were to die right now and go to heaven and knock on the door. And Jesus answered and said, why should I let you in? What would you say? He answered, I don't know what I would say to him. My heart just sank. Because I knew that if he had died. He was going to be separated from God for eternity. So basically he was saying he doesn't know. How to be in right relationship with God. And he surely didn't know that he needs to be born again. And so I gave him the good news of the death, the burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ and his atonement, his sacrifice on the cross for our sins. That if we should believe in him, we will not perish, but have everlasting life. I also told him. That the wages of sin is death. And that every person born after Adam and Eve were born sinners. So just as um, just as I'm born a black guy or born a black person, I can act as as white as I want. I can act as Asian as I want. I can act as Latino as I want. But at the end of the day, I was still born black. I'm, I'm black. And the same goes with being a sinner. We can try and act like we don't sin. We can try to do as much good as we can. We can we can do as much charitable things as we can. But the fact still remains that we are born sinners. And according to the word of God, Jesus didn't come for the righteous. He came for sinners to bring them repentance so he came for you and for me. And because we are sinners, we are separated from being able to fellowship with the one true and living God. That created us all to exist with him. But. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. And whoever should believe in him will not perish but have everlasting life. So although our mortal bodies, our flesh will die and go back to the dust, our souls will live on for eternity 
in the kingdom of God. Now, here's the big difference. I shared the word of God with the young woman. And she openly rejected. I shared the word of God with this young man and it began to build his faith. And by faith, his belief prompted him to want to turn from sin. And turn to Christ. I told him what the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse nine. Which says, because if you confess with your mouth. That Jesus is Lord and believe it in your heart that God raised him from the dead on the third day, then you will be saved. Glory to God. Notice I didn't say if you study enough or if you dunk yourself in water enough or if you read enough books about God, then you'll be saved. No. I said, but if you confess with your mouth and believe it in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead on the third day. Then you will be saved. Beloved, God is pointing you to his word. God made it so that the gospel message is so plain that the simple can understand it. But it requires faith. The Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. This young man who's. Married, father of three, decided to put his faith in the word of God and not in his intellect or book knowledge about God. And in that moment, he accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and his personal savior. The Bible says there is there is more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents. He didn't say there's joy in heaven when someone creates a cure for cancer or COVID. He said there's more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents. So I want to appeal to you today to throw away your book knowledge of what you think you know about God, what you think you know about God from other sources. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. The Bible also says that in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. And then it says the word became flesh. Hallelujah. And it dwelt among us. This is why we trust the Bible as the word of God. And no other source, because the word, the word, the Bible, that that word, the Bible says it's living and active. In fact, it says the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. It's able to reveal the hearts of men. And that word that I spoke to the young man convicted him to want to change and ask Jesus to do what he needed which will save his soul. So you out here listening to this right now, you may you may fall into this category of of one of these two people that I had an encounter with and I just want to appeal to you today to trust in the word of God. The Bible says you are saved by grace through faith. 
And it's not your own doing. It is the gift of God. No man can boast. No man can boast about how they got saved because you can't earn your salvation. Your salvation comes by believing in the unseen and believing in the thing that has happened well before your time. That has already been established from the beginning. Glory to God. Your faith and God's grace giving you the gift of salvation is what saves your soul. So if you like this young man who heard the word of God, believed that Jesus suffered, bled and died for your sins and you want Jesus to change you from being dead in trespasses and in sins and make you the person that he wants you to be. Then I want you to speak from your heart to God. Say, Jesus, save me. Come on. Repeat after me, Jesus, whoo, save me. I know I was a born sinner. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God. I believe he suffered, bled and died on the cross for all my sins. And I believe on the third day he arose from the dead. I now repent of all my sins. Forgive me, Lord, for what I've done to myself and what I've done to others. Jesus, come into my heart and make me the person you want me to be. And it's by faith that I receive you as my Lord my personal savior and my master. In Jesus's mighty name, amen. Glory to God, glory to God. I don't know who just said that prayer, who opened their heart to God, but I wanna welcome you to the body of Christ. Glory to God. Glory to God. God is not only forgiving your sins, but he has forgotten them. He has given you a clean slate and you are written in the land book of life. But your journey is not over. Your journey is not over because Jesus is coming back soon. And he's coming for his church. He's coming for those who follow him. Who learn of him. So now that you had enough faith to trust in the sacrifice of Jesus, to trust in the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now it's your time to learn from them. Open your Bible and read. Join your local church, a church that is a Bible teaching church. No other source, the Bible. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm so happy that, that you said that prayer because it's not the prayer, but it was with your heart. Your heart's intention towards God and your belief. Thank you, Jesus. So I want to thank you all for joining today. I want to thank you all for tuning in. If you would like to support spiritual fitness ministry. Share this podcast or you can sow a seed of faith into the word of God and the work of the Lord in promoting the gospel of Christ to share Christ with as many people as possible through all platforms, even out in these streets. 
I give out Bibles. I give out literature. There's things that we have to do in order to share this gospel and it needs your support. So go to Cash App, type in dollar sign Christ Partnership and you can partner with us in sharing the gospel and the word of God. I want to thank y'all for tuning in and I'll catch you guys next time. God bless you.